On Your Neighbor Is, we aim to bring you the stories of everyday people and their creative pursuits and passions. We pass by so many people in our daily cycles and don't always get to know the ones who are around us. So on our podcast, we want to highlight some of these people, people that could even live on your same block, as we push our slogan, Get to Know Your Neighbors. Welcome to our podcast. This is Your Neighbor Is. My name is Gabe. My name is Brian. How are you doing, Gabe? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Just chilling. Another beautiful Sunday. Beautiful Sunday in Cali, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. I feel, I feel the vibes. But yeah, so on today's episode, we have a special, special group of guys, special band out here in Jersey. They go by Los Vinci's. How y'all doing? Yo, yo, what's up? Yo, how y'all doing? You were, you guys. I think you said before we hopped on the call, you're up in the in the studio right now. Are you guys working on new music or just practicing? What's the what's the vibe? We're practicing for a show we got August yeah. 18th. It's called Pinefest. August 14th. August 14th. August 14th actually. <laughs> okay. That's All right. <laughs> it is called Pine nah. Fest, though. It is, it's called Pine Fest. So shout out to the Jersey local scene. We're putting that together. Thanks for having us on the show, guys. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for coming on. Of course, yeah. Seconded. I guess we can get into this uh, a little bit later, but you know, definitely want to hear more about that upcoming show and sort of the scene in general and how you guys sort of tapped into that. But I guess. Before we do that, you know, usual way we kick it off is just sort of asking you guys about your background, where you grew up, and how, you know, how that played a part in um, coming together as a band and uh, making music. Well, we all know each other from middle school. We all went to the same middle school in Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah that's where this journey began. Yep. Little did we know. Little did we know. Where Then we got in high school. Out of high school, we started, created this project. Well, first it started like a band. Yeah, that's more of like a project. We all were like dabbling with, in music like on our own because like yeah. back um, in like middle school. Yeah, because just from going from uh, all like these public schools in Elizabeth, we got to some like academy that was in our like in our city. So we all met there, and then already from there, I was taking I was taking guitar classes, and then John had already was already like playing trumpet and like dabbling in drums from like his elementary school days in band. I didn't have that because I went to private school before that. I met Joe there actually on the first day of seventh grade. I've been friends with him ever since. And then yeah. I, met, I met John later that year through a mutual friend that we had. We never like all like the three of us met until kind of like halfway into high school. Yeah. Because of that music academy he was talking about. We all went there. And they ended up doing like a little system where like you can play as like a group. And we ended up, we weren't one group together, but like we would always like still like mingle with each other and play with each other. Yeah, I got yeah. to be in the opposite group. I was like, me and Angela were together. And then Joseph was with the other one. He had his own, but he was the leader of that one. Yeah, so yeah. Like, oh, the only you, time I was singing, it he was crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. In high school, we kind of just like, 
we all started to like chilling like together more so as a unit and then yeah me and john were like still playing in like some other thing with our mutual friend we had another band way back and then that band didn't end up working out but the three of us were still like always chilling with each this other is all like the college now. this is like yeah this is like in college this is like the end of high school and then we were just like yo let's be a band and we were doing it for a minute we're doing it for a while but not like super intense until like a year ago Right, yeah. we've been a band for a so while. So when we started, like, we are like, let's get it together, let's figure everything out. Yeah, so figuring out was that we kind of wanted to make Los Vinci's like a project, really. Yeah, more of like a project, not just like... Yeah. Like a live band. Live band, you go to a studio, record a song, blah, blah, blah. This project is consists of, like, two producers and then one singer-songwriter. Yeah. That's the way we see it. But we also happen to play our own instruments, so we're also yeah. our own band. Yeah, we're our own band. That is yeah. what I think is really cool. Pretty fire. Um, and uh, yeah, we're in the middle of like in the process of making that our reality. That's dope. That's awesome that y'all met like way back when and have kind of like kept that going until now and just like always working on music. Did you guys like since you decided to like make this band together was like Los Vinci's already the the name set from the beginning or did you go through like different band names well the no. los vinci's actually is just as like recent we've yeah. been the vinci's for a pretty long time so that was the initial name the vinci's then or was there like even a name before that uh, <laughs> was it <there>? nah <laughs> <laughs> nah nah the vultures maybe we thought about the, the vultures, vultures once we did think about the reapers the reapers <laughs> <laughs> That one's still, nobody bite that because my son uses it. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a project name, yeah. Yeah, another project name. Nah, I think it was always just the Vinci's. It was always the Vinci's from like, way back yeah. when we decided to do it. And then the Los Vinci's was like, this is like this year. the end of yeah. last year. Yeah, year. in the last year we were just right. like, might as well. It's got the Hispanic blood in us. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great name, yeah. And is the inspiration from like Leonardo da Vinci? And if so, was there something about, like, the fact that his name is, like, Da Vinci, translating into The Vinci's, and now Los Vinci's? Or is it, does it have a completely different meaning? Well, yeah, you're right. It does come from Leonardo Da Vinci. Our idea, while we were talking about it, is, while we were creating a name, we wanted to say, we were thinking of, like, the Renaissance, right? And we were like, that was, like, a change and stuff. So we're like, can, what was like the perfect name to describe the changing in a renaissance? And we're like, and we just really wanted to be a dub band back then. Yeah, yeah. you know, we were like, have to have, <laughs> we're like, would be a number band. Three eighty five. Yeah, like Blink. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spy. And so we end up just naming a bunch of other like people that you know, we could think of during the renaissance and. That ain't come up, and then the we saw Vinci. the the, and she was like, wait, it's just mad easy, dude. Let's just change the the to the. It writes itself. <laughs> and actually, our very first show we played, there was another band called Da Vinci. They were like, their name was <laughs> yeah. like A.V., like Av Da Vinci. I yeah. was like, damn, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, of all the shows. Was yeah. it like immediate beef? Or like, It was on site or not? Nah? <laughs> yeah, right? Shout out to Da Vinci. They had shirts and stuff. I was like, damn. They like, did. Hard. They were the little. <laughs> he did talk to us after the show, though. He was like, he's like, yo, y'all the Vinci's? I'm Adam the Vinci. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. That's fire. I guess something that you mentioned when you're kind of just running through the background that I thought was super interesting to me is like, 
you know, how you describe yourself as combination of producers and musicians, instrumentalists. And I mean, I guess sort of, you know, how did you start like jamming in that sense? And was that always the case or you started, you know, playing guitar and bass and drums and keys? And then you were thinking, wait, actually, it might be fire if we threw like a little drum track on this or a little synth, you know. In the videos I've watched, obviously, it looks like you have a lot of gear, different controllers, you know, different things you can program. And clearly, you know, the music has a very sort of dancey produced sound. So was that kind of the vision from Jump or did it sort of evolve into that? It, it sort of evolved into that because it did. It's our very earlier that. song was our kind of demos, I guess, up until our find it. Like, yeah, from the very beginning, we were just being like uh, I was on drums, he was on bass and he was on guitar and singing kind yeah. of band and just making songs like that by playing them, like jamming them like in real time. But then I feel like I was limiting. Us. Yeah, the method felt yeah. super limiting. We were like, yeah, it was kind of like you said, we were like, yeah, let's like throw a drum track now or something like that and see how that'll turn out. And then we just started gearing more towards being produced like that and like using samples. And producing too, because yeah, producing it ourselves. Yeah, I didn't want to take it to us too. Right, John started producing. We thought the DIY way might be the easiest, especially because we wanted to be able to recreate the sound that we want people to hear. Yeah, it would so, it would really be like what we would we picture. Right, this is a lot easier. I guess when it evolved to this stage now, where John comes up with like the base of a whole song. I do like the beat making. Yes, we engineering part and. Work around with him. We give Angelo hears it. Yeah, and he writes on it. He, he writes on lyrics, it. He's a songwriter stuff, and then that's what ends up coming up into the song. Yeah, it's really the song, like the instrumental, is like me and Joseph. Like Joseph is like he really tailors like the like the structure and like the chords a lot. And then once I like refine it, and then um, we give it to Angelo. And then Angie's in charge of all the ear magic that happens. He's the the mouth. But I always usually run mouth. I usually run every single idea because I'll be thinking about it a couple of times over. I'll run it by them a lot because I really trust, do trust their judgment. We really try to like keep each other in check, like make it like a team. Also, we're not afraid to, for example, in our new single that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, August. We're 27. also not afraid to let other people like hop in our on the tracks and stuff. It oh, yeah. To better the song. So, yeah. yeah, if like the song needs something that we can't give it and some else can give it better than for the good of the song that's the yeah. best idea we, I think. We, that's our like mentality how can we treat the song in how the can we make way? a good song it's just a project and you got to take your ego away from it and take what sounds best in the end yeah for yeah. example here like we didn't play the guitar on the newest single that's gonna come out we didn't it was our boy it was and, one of uh, our boys who he used to be in our band he did used to be yeah. in our band but now he's also like again do you guys know this band called steely dan yeah. of course love them yeah yeah. So, like, there's a YouTube video we watched on it, and it was like a video essay, and it was talking about Steely Dan being, like, almost an aesthetic more than just, like, Rather a than band. a band. It's just, yeah, it because it's made from their heads. Right, right. And so sometimes the video would talk about, sometimes they didn't even play a single instrument in, like, their songs that they would play. Yeah, they so just, it's just like, recorded it, it produced it. We kind of love that idea, so, you know, it's kind of what we're trying to kind of move towards. That's really cool, and and... I love that you brought that up because I definitely was kind of getting that vibe, you know, a little bit too, you know, very sort of, they definitely had a lot of dancey songs, but I guess maybe groove would be a better way to describe them. And 
yeah, the whole sort of studio as an instrument process. Similar to what you guys are saying, they started out as an actual touring band and, you know, those members left. But some of the other players, like Danny Diaz, the guitarist, is on, like, every album subsequently, Mm -hmm. you know, just as, like, a studio guy. And I think that's really awesome for a band to not be locked in, you know, and say, oh, I have to be the one playing this and I have to be the one taking the solo, you know, and I have to have this role. I feel like that can really, like, sort of stunt the growth and and stop you from maybe trying out a cool new sound or a process. Gotta stay very open-minded about all this. Yeah. yeah, it's like how can we bring out each other's potential? We're a team. Other. Yeah, you gotta before, be a team. Before like being in this, we're a team. So, and I think the idea of having what treats the song the best is the best way for that we work towards a song. Yeah. Yeah, when it's like a more like collaborative effort, and you kind of just like take everybody's inputs into like how you can better the song or just like finalize a project more. I think mm-hmm. it's always gonna be like a more unique experience and it's just going to like work out better in the end because there's more like creative juices flowing and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I uh, gave, we know you have some music out there. Do yeah. You, do you good produce your music? over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bad hombre. A bad, bad hombre. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. Yeah, y'all listen to that? I don't even know. <laughs> Wait, dude, but do you produce your own music? Nah, I don't, I don't do like the actual um like production behind it. I'm just like writing the lyrics and performing them and stuff. That's fine. Oh, word. That's legit. Well, if in the future you need beats, yeah, we actually, got yeah. you for free 99. Yeah, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, great. for sure, man. That'd be, so, like, be great. Those Vinci's, we might make a reggaeton song next, bro. You never yeah. know, oh, bro. this, yo, yeah, we're not trying to limit to anything, bro. Even yeah. though, because I like how you pointed out that we mostly have, like, groovy, like, dance kind of tracks. But we definitely don't want to stick to that either. And we want yeah. to surprise people and dr- maybe drop something, like you said, like a reggaeton track or something that they won't right. expect. Have you kind of already, like, started experimenting with other sounds and stuff? We have. Yeah, actually. I mean, yeah. Oh, well. Guess sure, we'll sure. find out. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have. Definitely we have. I mean, nothing that we'll probably release. But, I mean, we have started playing around with stuff. Yeah, That's like, not while we're making yeah. beats. We've been making know? beats, like, for a while. And, and we've been... Just like, I, I like, want to try hopping on this one, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's a trap beat. Like a trap beat or, like, I a... I don't know, whatever the fuck beat. It can when, be anything. When right. the happened, we... Oh, yeah, the quarantine, dude. I We locked ourselves in. I decided to stay here in the stew for quarantine. So away from my family. And then... Oh, wow. We just made beats the whole time. And, like, we were like, this is our chance to, like, catch up and get good. Because we didn't even have to work. So we went, like, as ham as we could. We went pretty ham. And, well, we're still following that. We're still we are still following that. Ham. And it just led us to, like, a much better place now that we are. Don't get me wrong. The pandemic was trash. But it ended up being pretty good for us, though, in that way. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting how, like, for each artist, it kind of had a different effect on them. Like, if you guys, like, just locked down in the studio and were able to, like, churn out all these ideas while there's like other artists that were kind of just like you know their mental state was just down and they feel like they couldn't work on anything so i think it's interesting like the the different effect it had on people all right i mean what helped us also like because we all dropped out and so our thing was when you drop out you have a bunch of like free not free time but you have a bunch of time to get a lot of time to to be yeah to mess around you know and stuff yeah so the corn the quarantine, the, the beginning of that year, we were kind of doing the work on music, but not fully, like, work on it. And then when the quarantine happened, it was just a matter of, 
we literally can't leave the house. We have all the time, so how to. are we going to make use of this time? Yeah, so scheduling is well. Yeah, we made, like, a schedule. Like... And watching The Last Dance. Watching The Last Dance? <laughs> Dude, I was like, I'm Michael Jordan. Steal <laughs> <laughs> from that shit was crazy. Yeah. Totally, yeah. It's just the mentality from it, you know? I mean, I'm a long-suffering Nick fan. I mean, obviously, this was way before our time. We were little kids when he was doing his thing. But I definitely know that he kind of stopped them from having uh, repeated chances. But still, yeah, you got to appreciate the greatness. And I feel like, yeah, that's, you know, it's great when, yeah, even in a really, really shitty situation like last year and even where we find ourselves this year, you know, I think that's dope that you were able to kind of channel that into sort of, okay, yeah, let's try some new shit and let's keep making these beats and then hey like can we incorporate this into our group and 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 stuff like that so i guess you know you mentioned you played live before you got a show coming up what's sort of the live setup knowing that you have sort of pre-recorded tracks you know sort of beat production layers other sort of non-instrument things i know from the videos i've watched that you guys all kind of dabble and you know, have facility with different instruments. What's the usual setup like for a Los Vinci's show? How do you guys sort of incorporate all the elements? Or is it completely different than the recording? We usually, uh, we have a backtrack that we actually give John. And we have all the tracks there, like with kind of metronome in like one of his ears so we could keep time. And then on the other ear, it has the backtrack of basically every, or like most sounds that we would want to have in a live environment already pre-recorded and we kind of play over that we want it to sound almost as true as like what you hear if you're on spotify yeah we do want to try we to make want it to like be the as true as like if you were here. we get that from like when we watched him apollo once and austin calling Crazy. it sounded just like the recording yeah. i was like what is going on here so we try to do that and having the backtrack allows us to definitely helps yeah, yeah. um and we also have so Joseph's on bass, Angie's playing guitar and singing. I'm on drums, but Joseph also switches to keys exactly, for certain yeah. songs. That's fire. So we just have like a Nord like in the middle, just like. Now it's a rack. Now it's yeah. a rack. We got a chord on top. <laughs> Fuck so it, yeah! Is that like a micro chord or what? Uh, what model? Yeah, it's a micro Amazing. Yeah, you could do some crazy, uh, crazy sounds on that. For real, so, bro. Yeah, yeah. And um, having that allows us to play a bunch of a bunch of our songs. Cause... Yeah, yeah, we like to use synth. Mm-hmm. Synth just sounds, just sounds nice. Yeah, And the backtrack makes it sound fuller, too. Because there's only three of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, three that's guys. the cool part, too. We're just three guys making a bunch of noise. Good noise. As many noises as we can. <laughs> totally, man. Yeah, and, and, and it comes through. I mean, I think that just sort of instantly from listening to your recent releases it just gives kind of like a very sort of layered textured sound that i think really sounds awesome and works really well together you know it's like obviously you've got like a lick playing and then you've got a beat coming in maybe but i think something that you know i got immediately when i was just listening to you know your stuff on spotify and youtube and whatever is just kind of that it sounds very very together and unified so i feel like what you were talking about earlier about like 
let's focus on making this the song excuse me as good as it can be you know what's best for the song not necessarily for like our ego or whatever i think that really shines through you know because it sounds very tight you know and very nice and and i i really love the latest songs you know you've got up Thanks, uh bend the lights i think is awesome and i really like the video too <laughs> you know we can get into yeah, that a little bit more yeah i mean i just thought the video was awesome and i thought it was a really cool way kind of for like i mean obviously yeah you recorded that recently you know during the pandemic and stuff like that and i thought you were able to infuse a lot of like comedy and have a sort of compelling narrative and some really cool visual effects at the end in a situation that maybe isn't the most conducive to filming a video you know so so what was that process like we did it a year ago we had that in the vault in the vault yeah we we teased it in our instagram one <laughs> we teased it oh wow way. and then we just like never said anything about Nothing it Nothing came out of it there was just like a complication that happened in between and then we had to halt like filming for like a while yeah gotcha and then, it, yeah. Later this year, we were like, yo, it's done. The music like, <laughs> we were like, our hope frauds! is lost. All hope is lost. And then, boom, a nice miracle happened. And then we got to finish it. Yeah, we got yeah. to finish it. And I'm happy with how it came out. The, I'm happy with how it came the out. The day of filming was so crazy, though. It was really hot. Oh, it was hot as fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like, running through our town. We had to town, commit like, so hard. We had to commit so hard. We were running with, Oh, we had suits, suits we had, underneath. Yeah, the suits oh, at the end forgot. that we were wearing with the masks, we had those suits under. Full commitment. It was very hot. <laughs> Damn, that's amazing. Yeah, you got to commit to the art. Right, yeah. exactly. I kind of like, too, like Brian was saying, that, like, the comedy that was in there kind of, like, I feel like put forward you guys, like, personality. Because maybe from the songs you wouldn't get, like, a humorous yeah. side, but, like, that was just, like, infused throughout the video. I was dying at the part when, like, you jump and it ends up just being, like, some inflatable dummy or whatever. <laughs> bro, bro, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, we actually got that, like, idea from Beastie Boys music video. Yeah. From Sabotage. Oh. They uh, throw him off the bridge. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, but yeah. It was cool. It's fun. Being in the editing process. Yeah. Kind of like that. With the video. Right. Yeah. We're going to end up having another video. For Actually, yeah. Yes. new song that we're about to put out. Miracles coming soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the... our plan. That was our plan. <laughs> is, the, um, is the video for the, the new single you guys planning on like dropping that together or like later on? or? Probably after. Single's meant to drop August 27th. Yeah, maybe a little bit after that. Maybe a couple, a week or two. No problem. So you know, you know what happened last time. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to go back to um, what you guys were saying of like how when you got into, you know, lockdown, you guys were just in the studio. So are like a majority of the songs that you have up were they created in those like sessions? Because I know you guys have like a. Yeah. A bunch of demos, and then you know you have like your I guess three more official releases that are recent. But were were all those like demos and stuff created in those sessions? I think most of oh, them the were. Luzo was. Oh, where? Luzo yeah. is the oldest one we've had. I think it made beats till after. Yeah, I did make beats. I walked. After I came home one day, and John was like, "Yo, I have the song full." Was oh, like, I was what? in. I was in the toilet. Yeah, I was taking a shit, and then <laughs> it just like it literally just came to me in the pooper, and then I 
Yeah, and then I was like, yo, I have to play it. And I just kept playing it and recording it in, like, the, like, voice notes. And, yeah, he came back. He came back, he was like, yo, this is what it is. I was like, and, and I think most of the, I think starting from Find It, it was in the quarantine. Because I think Find the other ones were right before the quarantine. Yeah, like, the other demos. Like, Roaring Twenties. That was after we saw a stroke show. We <laughs> literally came back yeah. from the stroke show from New Year's Eve. And we, and we were just like, we got to make a, try to make we're a stroke back. show. We're back. <laughs> the very first one though wasn't produced by us. It was Makes produced by sense. my boy Zach. Shout out Zach from Shout Skyler out to Pocket. Zach from Skylar Pocket. He recorded it. He did a very very nice job. That was that first single. And then yeah, everything else, bro, was right before the quarantine and then in the quarantine. Yeah. yeah. So we have we have the archives. And so we do have what a lot we did of for files. This year is we kind of picked some that we wanted to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before make the year started, we were making like a this grand plan for the year, and then we were like, let's pick like four songs. That we want to like continue building up on for this year. We didn't even end up like putting out all of the ones that we picked. Yeah, so we cool. put out like maybe like two or one of them. So you guys just have like a, a hard drive stash somewhere of like tons of songs from last year. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much. The nickname, the code name for it is a. Uh, what is the code name for it? The Mac Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Big mood. <laughs> That's awesome. So, like, what's the you were talking about the recording process a little bit? Like, somebody's got an idea that comes to them in a moment of clarity, and you know, maybe pass it along to the other the other members or whatever. Are you guys usually all like together in the same building when you're laying something down, or being that you're doing a lot of production aspect, are you ever just sort of like sending stems back and forth and adding something and sending it back? Well, for the longest while, like after the quarantine, since John was staying over, it became easy to just make a bunch of beats. So Angelo stayed at home. We would send him parts of it. Oh, yeah. Pretty much when we create songs, it's usually John stays over my house or the C-Lab is too. I live in the C-Lab. Yeah, very good. He commutes. It's a college. It's sign up. For <laughs> this is but he pretty much stays over and well, we just make a bunch of music and, and beats and stuff. And so some that we are like, yo, maybe this would be cool if we try this with Los Vinci's. We send a bunch to Ange. And then he usually sends us, he would send us um, voice memos back of him. On the scratch. Yeah, doing like yeah. a scratch vocals over it. And then we just go back and forth that way. Until... We get him here to record. Yeah, because like when the quarantine like was like loosening up and like people could start like coming again, we started doing in person with him again and cooking on the spot with each other. Yeah. And it just depends, too, because we're working on stuff, and Angelo's like, yeah, oh, I just thought of an idea. Like, the solo in BTO, and that was Angelo I heard, and he was like, yo, I just want to add a solo in here. Yeah, he did it on his own. Yeah. He brought it in. And we were here, like, tracking on stuff, so that's pretty much how our ideas come about. Pleasure. You just basically build on, on top of, like, any ideas you start with. You kind of, like, start out with, like, a, a bass type of track or something, and then keep sending it back and forth. And then just it builds that way. It's just like ideas keep mounting until you guys kind of feel like, oh, we've finalized this song. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty actually, much. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, yeah, you throw up an idea and then we all just start. Yeah, we're all feeling and we're like, yeah, this is yeah. pretty crazy to do something. Wherever, we're, yeah. Sometimes like we're not all feeling it and that's okay. Then we yeah. just move on to another right. one. We try not to, our, our big motto that we like to use is not overthinking shit. Don't overthink it. I feel that, yeah. I feel like with any sort of creative thing, it's so easy to sort of get in your own head and tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak and, oh, let's do another take, let's do another take, you know. 
And sometimes that just puts you so far away from the initial sort of energy of the song. And then you're left with something different, you know? So it's kind of like, okay, well, perhaps we should have just gone with that version, you know, six takes ago. But yeah, no, that's really cool. So describe the the C-Lab a little bit. How did you guys come into the space? So this is my, well, this I live with my parents. So this is the basement. It's the man cave. The man cave. It was originally like a guest space. Yeah, we didn't really use this spot ever. Like when we, we would practice on the other side of this space. Yeah, there's like a washing machine side. Just envision this. It's a washing machine. <laughs> there's a washing machine. A um, bunch of, a lot of paint buckets. Shaped like a U. Shaped like a U. It is shaped like a U. <laughs> a lamp taped with a microphone as our stand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nice. As John's <laughs> drum seat. And then I, I had no I had kick like, drum. I no, had no kick, kick drum. drum. He was kicking it with his. I was actually yeah. His foot. Some pots and pans. <laughs> but eventually we during the quarantine instead of making it to a guest room i was like we tried transforming this into a little studio just because we we're going to be down here all the time trying to make a studio so my neighbors once while we were driving out of the gym we saw a nice table that the neighbors had left out there and for the grabs yeah we were like yo nobody's grabbing this so, so we, we snatched the table and uh that table is no longer with us, though. It was, we have different versions of the C-Lab. This is like Oh, man. Of, yeah, we kept upgrading it, like, every it like like, video couple months. Yeah. This is, like, version, like, 20, 30-something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's come a long way, bro. It used to just be, like, if I could find, like, those old pictures, it was, like, an empty room with, like, a little chair. You know, <laughs> the, the, little, you know the little tables that the foldable tables for, yeah. for lunch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for lunch. <laughs> that they bring we had one of that as our, <laughs> as, our, as our one table. It was crazy. But it looks pretty I, cool. I mean, those, uh, we all know that those old lunch tables were the beginning of many a beat producer, you know, <laughs> doing true. the grinding beat on there. Gabe yeah. and I definitely had little freestyles going, you know, in school and stuff like that. But that's awesome. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I, I think the space looks great. You know, it, it definitely, um, you know, you could fooled me about it just being a, being a basement. I think you guys have, made it into a really cool thing and and i think it comes through with the sound so i take it that's kind of the majority of of where the where the magic happens where the tracks are laid down yeah we made a pretty good structure of like whenever we try to make some music it's just really easy to plug in oh yeah we set the studio up so that we can access everything really easily so if an idea comes to us quick we can just like plug 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 real quick and lay it down yeah it's actually crazy i'm looking at it right now i'm actually <laughs> we had a show here once we did it was called live at the sea lab and so that was a crazy day yeah good amount of people came it was very hot yeah i didn't think anybody, i can imagine we didn't think anybody was gonna show up but then a lot of people showed up so it was just one of those not as a crack in the wall gotta just fully send it at that point <laughs> yeah. so speaking of shows Tell us a little bit more about this show you got coming up. What's the venue like? What's the scene like? How did you link up with this? The first guy who actually recorded our first single, No Strings, Zachary, he, Zachary Zach, again. Zach, shout out to that guy. He's throwing a sort of festival and just kind of getting a bunch of local bands to play and a lot of slots kind of like all throughout the day. So this is like a I don't know when it starts, but it goes on for like what, like eight. It goes on from like two or something. Yeah, it's a and lot of bands. Really he, good local bands too. Yeah, it's his space, and he's renting a lot of good sound equipment. And he knows sound. He does all yeah. that. 
So I think it's gonna be pretty cool for oh, for like man. a little DIY local show. I think it's gonna be really really cool. It's yeah. like the the legion of the legion local of local groups. bands because yeah. yeah we haven't mingled with like some of these bands. Like we've come across them in the past, but we've never like met up with them now like how how we are. Yeah. Like, like better rehearsed, better produced, all this. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. To, like, so they got some good ones. ones. They got some champions like Skylar Pocket's fire. Skylar Pocket. Tula Vera is gonna be there also. Tula Vera's pretty good. Shred Flintstone. Shred Flintstone. That name is so fire. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a good time. It's pretty close to our hometown, too. So we're trying to get some people to come to. The yeah, a lot of our people. Whoever, yeah. yeah. Like, I want to see how many people would show up. The now that it's close and we can get a lot of people coming. Yeah, because we were surprised that a lot of people came to the Sea Lab because it's. Yeah, it's pretty far away yeah. from like where they all come from. Like, our yeah. people are. Like, where are these guys going? But they just wanted to see us, which was really cool. So yeah, we appreciate it. That's really dope. Yeah, I mean, I think that's love right there. You know, it's it's awesome when people show up to support and dance, you know, and have a good time. I mean, yeah, it, it's exciting to hear that we're having live music again and, and you guys got a show on the way because I just think, like you said, way at the beginning of the conversation, you were saying, okay, yeah, we jammed a little bit. We all like music. We're all friends, but you know, let's get serious and turn this into like a live group, you know, and like an actual band. I think the live experience is just one of the things that makes music so special. I feel like you really can feel that connection between the group and the audience and the music. And that, you know, makes sort of the blood, sweat and tears, if you will, really just pay off in a really special way. We definitely try our best to to give a really great show every time we play out there. Yeah, to make it a show. Yeah. So it's something like because, uh, like, what you hear on Spotify is, like, the producer side of us. Yeah. So it's cool if we can make it a little bit different in person, more of, like, an experience. So, like, you, you have to be there. Is there any sort of, like, go-to you always try and stick to with a live show, like you mentioned, keeping it a little different or with the set yeah, list? Or how do you, like, approach the planning for a show? We have, like, a basic, <laughs> strong, like, couple songs of that we would usually play in our set list of our own and then a lot of other ones usually vary from either covers or other songs that we might want to play we try to tailor it to who we're gonna who we expect to show up to the show yeah what do we think they would want to hear and like the show itself like the process of it like we pretty much run through our songs and in there we just start throwing yeah of like yo this would be cool if we do this cool know? little cut here so, so there's gonna be some really cool stuff in this next show actually yeah. cooking so, up some new stuff yeah yeah so far we haven't been like just repeating the same set every yeah, single we, time we play yeah. make uh, sure to change it up every time we used to do like we used to run the same set oh we used to like, run the same dance like two set, years the same i'm order. pretty sure i was like oh my goodness running the gauntlet yeah this. yeah so we always try to mix it up there and we do like throwing in some covers there sometimes non-english covers we like to yeah we like to do spanish, spanish covers in there too so you know we just think that's different and yeah it's been doing well so far i think that's, that's fire, dope if you can, yeah if you can keep it fresh every time you know yeah bro what are some of the covers you've busted out in the past let's see well let's... when we were like earlier earlier rock vinci's yeah super early days this is like before the time skip, before the pandemic. I remember the first one we did. <laughs> Sex on Fire. Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon. Yeah. Say it ain't so by Weezer. You know we have to get that one out the way. You we know had we had to. to. We had to cross that's, that's just a classic right there. Yeah. <laughs> Some Lasso by Phoenix. 
What You Know by Tudor Cinema Club. Oh, that was our oh. first show with Av Da Vinci. Shout out to Av Da yeah, Vinci. Yeah, that's where we played What You Know. But, like, now we're trying to... Because that's kind of like a... Like a that niche. Was the old yeah, it was like a niche in music. But now we're trying to just do, like, anything. And, like, like I said, like, something people would probably want to hear. So, like, what have we done? We've done a SZA cover. We did a SZA. Yeah, we did. Did I pronounce that Where is it? SZA. 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 Cut it out. Cut it Sound guy Joe. Cut that out, bro. Joe, Joe. Yeah, let's cut that out. Yeah. Or actually, can you just cut that real quick so we could have the SZA drop for future episodes? But that's fire. What what song? The Weeknd. It was a... It was The Weeknd. It was a remake with Calvin Calvin yeah, Harris, we were trying to base it more around that because it's more like dancey and more. It made right, more sense right. to play and yeah. tailor to a live environment. Mm-hmm. Some of our Spanish covers that we've done, like the one of the latest ones we did was um, "Todo de Ti" by Raúl Alejandro. Oh yeah, um, that so was that good. one's pretty cool. That one, that one definitely sounds crazy, with especially because we got the, the rack. Korg in the Nord. So yeah. it'd be sound like. Hey. I don't want to give too much away. Um, we did Lamento Boliviano. Yeah, we that one was pretty fire. We had ones. we had like the host of the venue, like his like parents, like dancing too. <laughs> his parents came downstairs. They came down to see it. Yeah, that's how I know. I was like, we got him. Yeah, we Late got him. We got him. We got everybody. Four K, six K, and then <laughs> what else have we done? We did PYT. We did a PYT. Oh, true. We did PYT one time. Oh wow, that's a great song. Or yeah, or like for like intro, like an intro to our last show, we did a little um, Mac Miller, um, Jackson oh, in the Mirror, half, true, true, half, yeah, half cover, like half like, like a little jam, half intro, half cover. Wow, yeah, that's a really amazing song too. So yeah, I mean it's it's cool yeah. hearing what you've done. You mentioned Phoenix. When I was listening to your music, I definitely got vibes of like Jungle or even like Chromeo, you know, a little bit. Um, it, it, are there any artists that you really were like, wow, we're really fucking with them, and they were big influence for you? Oh, definitely Tame Impala. Still Woozy for sure. Ooh. Definitely, yeah, definitely more for. Yeah, Steve Lacey too. Steve Lacey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Steve Lacey's pretty cool too. But I feel like I don't know. Still Woozy for sure. Who else? A lot of like Julian Casablancas. Like yeah. I don't know. He, he Daft Punk. Like that kind of. Oh, we're gonna bring him out of retirement. Bring him out of retirement. <laughs> oh man, hefty task. Somebody's gotta do it. For more of like the groovier side, we um we also take to bands like Parcels for inspiration. Mm, Parcels. Mark cool. Ronson. Mark wow, yeah, I love Mark Ronson. Um, some producers too. Like I'm really messing with Pharrell and then like, yeah. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Great. Throwback music. Or the Spanish producer uh, Tiny. Tiny is uh, pretty lit. Definitely, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I also like Tyler stuff too. Tyler the Creator, yeah. Yeah, that latest album moved up. Super. Yeah. yeah you what's your favorite? What's your favorite song? Damn, that's a tough one. What's your name is definitely a vibe. What's the other really long one? Is it called like Wiltshire or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Seven minutes. Shit's fucking crazy. Yeah. All <laughs> right. That's dope though. That's a lot of cool. Uh, you know, different variety of inspirations you have. There's Steve Lacey's fire too. I love their sound or his sound. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Signature guitar tone. Also a very big inspiration for the whole DIY thing. Yeah. Totally, yeah. On that note, I thought just the guitar was really uh, interesting on all of your songs and sort of the different tones, the different sort of solos, you know, using various filters. I think maybe I heard a little like envelope filter, definitely a little sort of um, 
like Screamer or something like that. Is there any tone you guys are really big fans of, or do you kind of just tailor it to the song? And I feel like that goes for, obviously, the keyboard and the bass, too, because I definitely was hearing a lot of different sort of treatments for those instruments as well on a song-by-song basis. We do like to kind of be picky with what kind of sounds we choose. So that for the song, mm-hmm. like, for depending song. on what kind of feel we want it to have. Yeah, so for guitar, um, a lot of the overdriven sounds you see here is the Blues Driver BD, BD2. It's a super classic, and once I heard, like, like a lot of a bunch of, like, art influences, or all maybe probably just mine from, like, also guitar, like John Mayer, Kevin Parker, they they are definitely very big proponents and fans of that so i was like yo what's the deal with this tone and the blues driver definitely gives us like that warm type mm-hmm. of overdrive that you want it doesn't really bite like too much like a lot of other ones it's not as aggressive it's just like just the right amount of like warmth in it and for uh, a lot of like the chorus sounds we like to use the the walrus audio julia we just really like the chorus sound on it sounds and, great and we like how you can like blend the blend the chorus and the vibrato on it yeah it's a pretty cool like sound for, like, drums, I guess I just like him being, like, tight and, like, punchy. I don't know, because I play drums, so I just want it to feel like that, too. For bass? Uh, for bass, I mean, it, it depends on, too. It really before, does depend. Like, earlier, I didn't really, I didn't really pay too much attention to that. Yeah, but after you. a while, I was just, like, I try to play in a certain part of the bass. Me and John mess around. We call it the peanut butter. We try to get it as much of the peanut butter bass <laughs> The sound. peanut butter bass sound is basically when it's, like, super. I like that. Yeah. You, you get me? Boing, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Creamy like, or chunky, but very kid. smooth. <laughs> the perfect amount of butter. Perfect amount of peanut. And it, it's very satisfying. And so, yeah. And for the synth sounds, well, that depends too, because for the track and the lights, we had an A1X. We had a different synth with us. We have a Nord now. We've got this one. And this is some of the sounds you hear on Palooza are from the Nord. Yeah. So it's um, a mix of what we have and like virtual instruments too. Yeah. Yeah. And for a lot of like the guitar, uh, the guitar tones, like at their bass, we use a lot of single coils when we record on our, on like our sounds. So like we have our, we have a Telecaster and a Strat, which we mainly record with. We also don't shy away from sampling stuff either, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. low key in the songs. Yeah, for drums mostly, I use samples these yeah. days. I saw like mini sound effects and stuff. I'd find. Yeah, There's some good ones. That's fire. Yeah. So, I mean, on that note, so you feel like when you've got like the produced drums i guess if you will rather than the live kit you're usually taking that from a sample as opposed to like a drum machine or something it's usually a mix of whatever i'm feeling like but i think usually i do use samples or like a loop and like put some other samples on top of the loop to make like a a big final drum beat from that nice yeah i mean i on your earlier note i feel like it definitely comes out very crisp and tight you know on everything I've heard, so, which I think, yeah, is really, really keeps the energy up, you know, I feel like a lot of your songs I've listened to, just very high energy, you know, even if they're a little more laid back, there's still kind of that driving force, you know. Uh, if you go back to, like, our, like, second song, yeah, our second song that we put out, <laughs> that was an attempt to record live drums, and we had a very poor setup, and it sounded super booty. So, yeah, so I was just like, dude, I'm going to just do samples, man, because, like, (laughs) I want to go back to real drums in the future, because I'm a drummer. That's, like, my main thing. Our space is just not the space for... Yeah, we just just don't have the resources for that now, but it'll come back later. 
and I'd still want to mix real drums with samples too, because it's always really cool when it's like you can't kind of can't tell what's human, what's not. Totally, yeah. So what <laughs> was that song? Because I remember you mentioned earlier that No Strings, I think you said was the first song you put out, which, yeah, I thought that was really cool because I really enjoyed that song, you know, so for that to be the first song, I was like, damn, like, you know, starting out strong. I really love the riff on that. So so what was that second song? It was called Poison Poison Pleasures. Poison Pleasures. Um, nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, got it. I'm, I'm hearing that now, yeah. <laughs> and it's uh... It was a good idea, though. It was yeah, a good song. Good I, I like that song. But it's cool because I think from each of those songs, you can see, like, how much we've learned between yeah, one to the next. We didn't have, like, a clear idea of oh, man, what I was we just, had to do. The uh, quarantine yeah. helped with that also. There's some help. songs that before the quarantine happened, we played a show at our friend Tyler's house. And we had a new <laughs> set that we played there. We, did. songs, we, re- we didn't release any of those songs that we played there in that oh, set. It's the real. infamous set before that was like the set that everybody thought it was like yo they're back so like then the quarantine happened and it was like yo now we're gonna be super bad yeah (laughs) yeah those songs from that set like i don't know how to describe the feeling of those but um, it was way different we it is different from what we do now it it was different from like the like bend the lights like highway stars we released like two of them roaring 20s and find it Oh, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, that's true. Two of them made it out of our four, and two of them to the bins. Oh, wow, yeah, because you did, uh, like, the Sting song. What? And then, what was the other one? I don't fucking know, Um, dude, but... It was less of Sting that didn't make it, that was it. Sure, it wasn't, like, Cheat or something? I swear that it might have been... Oh, baby. uh, Right, right. Anyways, these songs are gone, long gone. Yeah. Um, Maybe on SoundCloud though. Yeah, yeah, SoundCloud. We do have some stuff on SoundCloud, I think. We That's have like our when we first year. <laughs> yeah, we called the Ground Zero Vinci's. Yeah. Where we made like five songs. Oh yeah, we grinded. We just practiced and, like every day. And those like, were really the songs late. you heard in our set for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> we made those four, and we were like, all right, we're good. All that <laughs> work. <laughs> we're good. We gotta reveal the hidden SoundCloud account though. <laughs> oh, it's somewhere. It's somewhere. It's probably sure you can it. We have one song that we never played live. We dropped there, and that was kind of like the sound of Let's It Sings and stuff. Mm. What song? Even if you do not sing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the progression has been crazy. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's still going to be very different. rewarding. This new single is a lot different than like our previous stuff. Yeah, for sure. And then the next one's going to be different, too. Just trying to be very versatile and do it right. Right, right. Yeah, I was gonna say you can you can even hear the progression just from like the demos that you guys have up to like the latest, you know, two yeah. three singles. You can definitely hear that. You know, I guess things got more polished or whatever, and it's kind of just like a fuller sound. Only getting fuller. <laughs> For yeah. sure. I remember my neighbor, our neighbor. Since we were always playing music, oh, snap. he hears it, and he was like, he caught us once out there, he was like, you guys, uh, the musicians? Like, yes, <laughs> he was sure. like, yo, um, you guys got a lot better. Thank God, something like that. He was like, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yo, we got That's the cops. so funny. Way early, we got the cops called on us. Yeah. For oh, wow. <laughs> they were playing Weezer. Weezer, of course, and then they were like, guys, come on, you could have at least played good music. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, what, would, and, what would that be? Yeah, right? What would have good music been? Not Weezer? Oh, what's up, yeah. Just started playing that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a Steely Dan type of cop. Steely Dan type of cop. Bon Jovi, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, favorite Steely Dan album? <sighs> the one with the the statues that are like animals? I think it's the Fez? The Fez one? The one with, oh yeah, that one's fucking what crazy. That one? uh, the Royal Scam? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I love that one so much. I really like the other one with, um, I don't know, I, I can picture the, the album cover. It's like a blue yeah. guy. Oh, no, I, not, know, I know what you're talking Asia? about. Asia? Yeah, I think that's Yeah, the one with Babylon Sisters. Asia's pretty, it's super fire, though. Yeah. Babylon Sisters. Take it. Yo, that part is so fire. Fucking crazy. We actually, that whole well, album is crazy, yeah. When I first moved out to LA, that was my whole, like, vibe. Nice. Yeah, that was like, We gotta dance with time, make some stupid dance shit. We, we covered um, Do It Again. Please. Oh, right. wow. Yeah. Our boy Angelo went ham and learned the whole... Oh, the solo, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Whenever brought it out, but something nuts. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. actually teach... We're actually uh, music teachers, too. And that's... The, uh, my best students, that's the one I always throw them with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always good with that That's fire. It's like all the other kids can do a little, you know, smoke on the water or... <laughs> you know, sunshine of your love or some shit like that but yeah it's like that scene in school of rock where he's giving out the cds and shit you know <laughs> play this it'll blow your mind yeah yeah we also love jack black yeah. tenacious d to knock shout outs they're also like a big influence with the whole like they play like their music but like his i guess like he's he's like he's like a comedic type of guy and like his comedy shines through his music but like we're also we try to like show our personalities, but that was like more so to the, like the music video as opposed to through our music. Because oh, we're funny guys, and these guys, John and Angel, have a background in HI. Yeah, like and, we, and we like, did, like uh, speech and debate. Yeah, we did a like a club thing in high school that was like like a performance based kind of thing, kind of like competitive acting, literally. And and we were pretty pretty fire at it, yeah. So. We, we like to, sorry, my bad, but we no, like to put, like, the cinematic, like, aspects of that. Yeah, into like, we, too. we've always been funny guys, and we, we've always had, like, similar types of sense of humor. Like, Joe's was actually, like, he didn't even join that, but he was voted. I just uh, watched a bunch of Jim Carrey movies. <laughs> he was voted the funniest guy in school, right? Yeah, funniest guy in high school. Funniest like, <laughs> graduating out of high school, he voted the funniest guy. <laughs> Damn, that's fire. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to try to think of one. <laughs> I mean, I love that. Yeah. And I, like Gabe said earlier, I think it's great when, yeah, you guys are able to sort of infuse the humor, but it doesn't, you know, define you as a band or anything like that. You know, it's just so, sort of like another like dope layer to your videos and your live show and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, I feel kind of the same way about bands like, you know, Tenacious D, probably the biggest example or like Ween, you know, very, very funny, but also just have some serious chops, too. So it's yeah, like red, red hot chili peppers yeah yeah totally yeah dude one of my students <laughs> my bass student Random he story. was trying to like look up a video and then he put uh red hot chili peppers woodstock around the world and he played it and the first scene was flea jumping up with his dick out and i was like it's all i paused it i was like what are you doing dude he was like i know <laughs> <laughs> didn't he pause it huh didn't he pause yeah, it he, he was he like, got, ah! the kid got scared and he paused it <laughs> right on flea's cock right on flea's cock i was like dude oh my god there's the glass Take windows i was away. like i was like why would you pause it here he said i didn't i've never watched this video before <laughs> i was like dude love our students yeah <laughs> I mean, that's one of the best bass lines you know so yeah. and that was like the first bass line because initially 
it was the classic that nobody wanted to play bass. So there was, I was like, oh yeah, hey, you want to play bass? I was like, damn, I got, I'm not, the, I'm not in any band a week. Back in our old band, yeah. So I was like, I'll play the bass, and I try to learn around the world, and I was like, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude is really different. I mean, I feel you. You know, like I started on bass, and cool. I ended up playing guitar, and I feel like I play that more, more regularly now because I did kind of have that draw of, you know, yeah, we want to play guitar and. It's funny, I was just I just got lunch with some people from college yesterday and somehow we were talking about our shared experiences and our like middle school and high school jazz bands. Yeah, and my boy Brendan was like, Yeah, you know, we had like one kid on drums, one kid on bass, one kid on saxophone, and then like nine kids with Ibanez guitars. <laughs> I was like, damn, like nobody could pick up a clarinet or like trumpeters, some shit. but it's like definitely has that appeal. But yeah, I mean, bass is so crucial and such a great instrument that, you know, got to teach these kids. Yeah, man. Me and John were also in marching band in high school. Yeah, I did jazz band. I just watched. Oh, the movie. nice. You watched the movie Drumline? <laughs> I mean, Gabe Classic. and I watched that like millions of times. In our <laughs> yeah, we had we had one uh, like uh, gym and health teacher who that was her favorite movie. Bob so Bob. it was like every month. Wow, <laughs> nice. I mean, I'm not lying. Yeah, that and uh, Cool Runnings. I feel like mm, both of us have watched classics. that like 15 times. Yeah. Cool <laughs> Runnings. Yeah, but that was that was really cool. Did you do jazz band in New Jersey? Yeah, at our uh, middle school, TJ, in uh, in Teaneck. And yeah, yeah, me and one of our other friends, uh, Ben, were the uh, bassist and the guitarist, respectively. Yeah, it was really it was really fun. I feel like that was kind of the height of my, I don't know about bass chops, but definitely my like practicing and commitment to the instrument. Mm-hmm. So I feel like recently I've been trying to make sure I'm practicing that just as much as playing guitar, you know, so I don't sort of lose the chops or anything like that yeah, dude I, I think about that too with like how often i'm trying to like produce now i'm just like dude like back when i was in marching band i used to practice like super hard so i'm just like i want to not lose that at least like just keep the hands warm exactly yeah and even just like shit like reading music and stuff like that too i was like damn i could you know psych read this stuff and obviously it was basically like a tab so it wasn't anything crazy but still it's like being able to play a line and do like the walking bass line and everything like that, you know, definitely yeah, need to work on it a little bit more after a lot of time off. Yeah. So we have the checklist for, we have like a checklist that we use for um things we should be doing every day so that we get a little bit better, but like over a long amount of time, it like, it accumulates. We're believers in the 1% better. Yeah. Get 1% better every day and do stuff a lot of shit in there, but it's pretty good. It does us pretty good. Like, Practicing our instruments is like a part of that. Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something that in any aspect of life is going to help you out. Just maintaining some level of discipline and definitely with a band. I feel like a lot of people, you know, perhaps come at a band like, hey, we can all play and we want to do it for X. Like we want to do it to play shows or, you know, meet girls or you know whatever become rock stars whatever you know and it's like i feel like you can really tell when somebody's really trying to work on their craft and take it perhaps a little more seriously you know because i feel like that will just something we've been talking about throughout the convo is like Mm. making sure you're trying to evolve and not closing yourself off to that 
either, you know, consciously or subconsciously by not getting after it. Big time, dude. Yeah. You know, you guys know who David Noggins is? No, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I haven't heard the name. Dude, he's like, he was in Navy Seals, and um, he's just like, if you ever need to be motivated, watch a David Goggins motivational video. He does like crazy stuff. He talks about he ran a hundred miles once without stopping, and like he broke some bones in his feet, and he also had shit himself. But he made sure he finished. Like he didn't care. And yeah, he just does a bunch of crazy stuff like that. I mean, we don't we don't go to the extreme like that while we do stuff, but we do use that as like a big point he likes to point out is to not kind of be lazy and just be disciplined and do the hard work or the hard work that other people wouldn't do. Sandy. That's crazy. Got to check him out. Yeah, really we definitely fancy um, taking a lot of inspiration from maybe not even necessarily people who do music like us, like Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, like Michael Jordan or David Goggins, but kind of like seeing how. Seeing what the process of actually trying to be the best you could be at is, it is like and like what it takes and like what it takes to get there. Yeah, I think that's cool if you can like, you know, grab inspiration just from anybody that's kind of like got that same mentality that you guys are talking about. Like, you know, just going after it and and not giving up and like, you know, trying all these things out. So it doesn't have to be like another musician, like you're saying, like you can really just be any sort of figure that's got that same mindset. For real. So what's like, what's the next thing you guys got cooking up? I know we have this single drop in on August 27th. Is that going to be kind of like the lead single for like an EP or album or like what's in the works? Nah, not at the moment. It's not planned to be part of like an EP, but I've been like dabbling with that idea like in my head because we're going for like a very retro sound with this one. Yeah. And I just think that's really fun to do. So I feel like I could definitely juice out a couple more tracks like of that vibe. And that could make, like, an EP. So for now, it's just a single, and then you'll just kind of see where you go from there, right? Yeah, for now, it's a single. And then it's just, I mean, whenever like, we're not putting something out, we're just continuing to try to make more stuff together and just get better and try new things. So that's basically all we're going to do. Like, we're just going to be doing the same old thing. Double with different sounds, see yeah. where the sound takes us. Just have, like, fun with it. And you had a record zone song coming next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna it's be fun, gonna bro. Debut at Noches de <laughs> Noches de <Colombia. laughs> yeah, the food is fire there. Yo, John That's a great spot. I played a set there like a month ago with like some other band. I filled in for the drummer. That shit was so fire, bro. Very good food. Good vibes. A good spot for sure. Urbano five. Urbano five, yeah. Shout out to them, yo. They be doing work. Great players in there. So you got anything uh Got anything up the sleeve for the live show? Any bust outs? Any new uh, new things you want to uh, break out, or that's still under wraps right now? <laughs> yeah, I can't can't yeah. reveal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> can't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. No, we definitely got some some good amount of songs that we got there. It's a good set. It is a good set. It's a good set. It's new again. A new show that we're doing because it's like music plus a show. Yeah. So the show part of it is gonna be interesting to see. Cool what happens. How we do it, yeah. Because yeah, we have an songs idea. Songs are gonna be fire too. Songs are, yeah. songs are always gonna be good, but we just want to see what we can do with the not music parts as well. What we can tell you is that BTL will probably be played in the set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll play BTL. It's gonna yeah. be cool. One of five. So the other five. Good luck, guys. <laughs> 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 
just got to see for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. I mean, yeah, this has been a been a dope convo, and sounds like you got some big things cooking up. Definitely be on the lookout. Anybody in that Jersey area, tri-state area, check out that show coming up soon, August 14th, and new single coming August 27th. Check that. And yeah, I mean, thanks for thanks for hopping on with us. I guess uh, before we uh, before we hop off. Yeah, of course, of course. But uh, before we hop off, we would be remiss without asking if you guys want to shout out anybody in your uh, universe or neighborhood. I know you've dropped a couple names before, but yeah, anybody that uh, comes to mind. Shout out to our boys, Bell Rose. Shout out to Bell Rose. Shout out to EP. Drops an EP. Go listen to it. Shout out to Joey Walsh. He dropped a new Walsh, song. Dropped a new song as well. Shout out to it. Skylar Pocket. They dropped a new song. Shout a couple to, new songs. Shout out to Zach. Shout out to Zach. Shout, shout out to Michael, um, Spanish singer, rapper. Our boy. Yeah, we played a, a show with him. We were like his backing band like last month. Shout, shout out Voyage. Shout out to Voyage. They're coming soon. soon. They're coming soon. Um, and then shout out to Danny, our uh, manager. The yeah. Vito. Shout out to Daniela, the veto. La jefa. La jefa. <laughs> Dion, and we appreciate what you do. Yeah, I guess that's it. And then, um, if anybody's... 54 Ultra? Oh, 54 Ultra. Shout uh, out to John Anthony. John yeah. Anthony. There's a lot of people that we definitely haven't named. Doesn't mean we hate you. Um, <laughs> our Instagram, if anybody's interested, is L-O-S-V-I-N-C-I-S. No spaces. Los, Los Vinci's. But on Spotify and Apple Music, we are The Vinci's. It was a good time. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having us. It's a grand time. Gabe and Brian. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Follow these guys as well. Follow yeah, Gabe. Yeah. Follow Brian. Cool guys. Dope vibes. Super cool. dope vibes. Yeah, I mean, seconded. Next time we're all together in Jersey, we definitely need to check a show and nice. and maybe just jam it out a little bit. Yeah, Sounds good. Sure. Gotta make some Steely Dan. That's a big fact. Time Out of Mind is probably my favorite song by them, Off Gaucho. Oh, what was it called? Yeah, what was it called? I actually don't know that one. Uh, Time Out of Mind. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You steely. Yeah, oh, check yeah. that if you if you haven't heard it. I think you would like it. Yeah. Anyway, though, dudes, thanks so much for jumping on. It was a dope-ass convo, and yeah, excited to to see what's next. Yeah, excited for the new thing. What's the, what's the name of the single again? Drop that again. All you hear? All you hear. All you hear. All you hear. All right. Be on the lookout for that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the sign-off sound. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. All right, y'all. Take care. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks for stopping. All right, y'all. Later. Of course, yeah. Deuce. All right. Well, this has been another uh, episode of Your Neighbor Is. Thanks, everybody at home for listening. Hope you're all staying safe. And yeah, be sure to be on the lookout for the next uh, next drop from Los Vinci's. Yeah, sir. This has been Your Neighbor Is with Los Vinci's. I'm Brian. I'm Gabe. And we'll catch all of y'all later. Deuces. Deuces. Peace.